Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Tommy, Ocean Chinook or Puget Sound Coho, what is your palate favorite? And you drop yeah. that kokanee on top of that barn door halibut's head, 67 feet of water, and he was not happy about that. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Boxers or briefs? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a European cut speedo. Fantastic. Excellent choice. I yeah. love tuna. I do love tuna. Heck yeah! <laughs> hey, you know, I have a buddy who refers to Canadian geese as flying carp. Obviously, he's not cooking them. <laughs> he clearly, right? Oh, ocean snook. Seriously? Hands down. Really? Hands down. I don't fish for coho. Ah, good point. Hey, speaking of grind, can you tell the difference between ground deer and ground elk? Honestly, taste the difference. You know, Dwayne, we only get one chance to live this life. Mm-hmm. And you will always regret the things that you don't do. So you know what I tell people? Buy the damn boat. Hey, you know, the facts are some days are just a grind. Welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest, the number one fishing and hunting talk show throughout the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now here's your host, Dwayne England, and of course, the infamous Tommy Donlan. Hello and welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest, Dwayne England, Tommy Donlan, and in-studio guest, first time to the show. Welcome. Hi. First Hi, time to the you. show, Joe Robel. Uh, that's with a W, yes. by the way. And we're going to get into Robo and Robolize and how that all comes together. But welcome to the studio, man. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, founder of Robolize, if you didn't pick up on that. Joe decided to come up from Oregon this evening and join Tommy and I in the studio. And we're going to get to what it is he's got going on a little later in the show here. But, uh, you know, as we get into it, uh, been a pretty busy time last couple weeks. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Yeah, good to see you. The whole deal, right? Took a week off or so for holidays. Yeah. So hopefully you all enjoyed your time off. I know we did, Tommy, right? Yes, so, indeed. Um, time to be back in studio, time to get back to work. And if you're joining us for the first time, especially here on Root Sports, please take some time, jump on over to our webpage, www.fishhuntnw.com. They're going to find some coupon codes that are going to save you a ton of money. Uh, Edge Rods, FHN20 at checkout, going to save you 20% on all fishing rods all the time if they're not already attached to another price reduce uh, coupon or savings. So FHN20 at uh, checkout. And then of course Phelps Game Calls, Phelps Calls, Fish Hunt NW10 at checkout at Phelps Game Calls. You're gonna save 10%. Again, going into 2024, Phelps is on board and we're saving you money with all the Phelps Game Calls. So uh, yes, uh, welcome back in studio. Nice little break. 2024 is here and we're off and running, buddy. We are. Here we go, right? Yeah. And um, it's going to get busy real quick, and there's a whole lot going on. One thing I want to mention before we get too far, speaking of real quick, next week on the 11th, we'll be here doing a show mm-hmm. if the snow doesn't interrupt that, right? right? Correct, correct. Um, and we'll be doing a, a show, but uh, Sportsman's Alliance has an event that they have scheduled on the 11th that if you can make it, you really need to attend. Yeah, and this is going to be an awesome event. So if you if you recall, right, we've had Sportsman Alliance on the show, and they are all about protecting our hunting um, access to wildlands and really fighting the battle against the commission, mm-hmm. which you know we've discussed multiple times. Correct. And uh, it's going to be an awesome event. 
It's Thursday uh, the 11th, and uh, it starts at 5 p.m., and then, uh, you know, doors open at 5, program starts at 6. Yep. Um, they're going to have both a live and a silent auction. Perfect. Um, they've teamed up with Meat Eater. They've mm -hmm. teamed up with Phelps. Yep. They're going to have some pretty awesome packages that you can win. Raise the money. Um, African Safari. They've got a Bahamas Tarpon trip. I mean, they really loaded this up. And then they're also going to key, key everybody in on what is the current state of affairs in in fighting all of the closures that the commission Perfect. is trying to push on our hunting rights? So it's going to be an awesome event. It's going to be a great it. event. It's going to be educational. Yep. You're going to donate some money. It's going to win some prizes. And it's at the uh, Southwest Southwest Washington Fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. Not familiar with where that is. It's actually Centralia area, Tommy. Southwest Washington Fairgrounds. Look it up. Look up uh, Sportsman's Alliance. And if you're not a member, get online and submit, sign up, and uh, pay a little money become a member. They're doing a lot of good things. So, all right, real quickly here, running down the show as we got a busy one. Um, yeah, so kicking it off here, recent steelhead report. I hit a few different rivers over the holiday last couple of weeks. Uh, how'd we do? We're going to get into all of that. We're uh, Welcome back to the uh, the studio here, uh, of course, via the old Zoom call. Troy Black, Blackie's Guide Service, Lake Roosevelt Winter Opportunity. It's already that time of year, Tommy. Rainbows and how to be successful and all the details. Then, of course, part two of Troy. We'll cover those trophy kokanee. Hey, are they still around? And how to crack the code for success. Then we're gonna bring you our Mardon goose hunt from a couple weeks ago. Uh, part of our sponsor invite with uh, Fish Hunt Northwest and hunting with Shelby Ross and Levi Rodello of Ross Outdoor Adventures. A day in the cornfield. Pretty fun morning, we'll show you that. Then first time in studio, as mentioned, uh, first time on the show, Joe Robel, creator of Robelize. Hey, what is it? I think you will agree it's a game changer. And then part two with Joe as we get into it, modern day Oki Drifters and a great idea with a new bead design. This is something perhaps you have not seen yet. And Tommy, before we get out of here, we also got to mention the fact that we had a Keeper Sturgeon opener. Mm -hmm. January we 1st, yeah, we, we had, had, right? January yeah. 1st, and they had a quota. And let's face it, uh, participation in the sturgeon fisheries has gone up exponentially yeah right and um a lot of guys are participating now because so many other things are getting closed down and so you know it's mm -hmm. uh it's a gold rush man you open it you gotta right. you, you gotta be you, there you got a quota look uh the quota at uh, the dallas pool 190 fish they mm -hmm. they figure that they got 181 on the opening day mm. uh at bonneville pool 675 fish they figure we rifled on through 650 of them so guess what it's, it's closed. closed. It's closed already. Game over. Done and over with. Yeah. Retention sturgeon. Uh, may open up in the spring, I guess we'll see. Going to jump out for a quick break. We come back, we're going to do a uh, little bit of a report on some steelhead outings we had the past couple weeks. How'd we do? Stick around and find out right after this break right here. Fish at Northwest. Defiance Marine is the one-stop shop for the Pacific Northwest Angler. Defiance Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defiance Marine is a Honda premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defiance Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. If you're looking for the best fishing rods in the world, you really do need to take a look at the edge rods. I designed and built new machinery and I think this new machinery has enabled us to build blanks like no other company can build without this equipment. There is no other rods in the world that are as good as these rods. You owe it to yourself to take a good look at them. 
All right, welcome back here to the show, Dwayne and Tommy Donlon and Joe Robel, and uh, we got some steelhead to talk about this evening, which yeah, kind of suits you. You're kind of out there uh, on your own now, making beads and and the oaky drifters and things. We'll talk about here a little later on, but all relative to steelhead and salmon. So yes, yes, yeah. finally, season's finally here. Season's finally here, which I tried to take full advantage of, Tommy and. Uh, I got out and, you know, with the closers here in the backyard, I got to right. get on the road and put right. on some miles, go check out some new areas. Not, uh, you know, they've been around a while, but it's not like I've spent a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. So went out, got on the road, checked out a couple areas and uh, hit the road running. Yeah, right on. So these are new fisheries in general. These are new to you. New to or... me. I, yeah, let's okay. categorize them as new to me. I haven't spent a lot okay. of time there. I kind of went out to the Willapaw region. You know, we got some opportunity okay. out there. I went to southwest Washington, poked around a few areas and uh, drove a few miles that day, put in a long day and just was out kind of scouting. And <clears throat> in my mind, you know, this is what it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, you got to get on the road and I got to drive southwest. I got to drive out to Willapaw. I got to head out to the right. coast. I could head way up north and go to the, you sure. know, the Snoqualmie system. That's right. kind of where we're at. Well, and yeah, I mean, and that's really brought on by all the closures that we've had. Mm -hmm. And so you've really, you're left with four main, main areas that are open. Correct. You know, I mean, I, I'm curious how the pressure was for you. And do you think people are just going to, you know, they see the closures, their favorite river isn't open. They're going to hang it up. They don't mm -hmm. want to have to drive, you know, all the way out to the peninsula to get into fish. Yep. You think they're going to make the commitment? I mean, what are you seeing? Well, <clears throat> to truly gauge it, I guess I have to put in some more time uh, off of the kind of recognized winter holiday break mm -hmm. where there seems to be more people sure. afoot and out and about. So I'll, I'll leave that to additional times out on the water. But yeah, your, your point is valid. With the closures, we're going to have a percentage of folks that are getting in the truck or drive, and they're going to go check out fisheries. And it was pretty crowded in some of those areas, for sure. And then for some folks, they're like, you know what? I'm just not doing it. Yeah, I'm done with it. And uh, there's some regions, there's some areas in Puget Sound open for blackmouth right now. So mm -hmm. some guys are just like shifting and going, Sure. I'd rather spend a day out here grinding out, trying to get a blackmouth right. and deal with all these people. Or going across the border to Canada and or, getting into the blackmouth up there. There's that option yep. as well, as yep. we've seen. So um, then uh, this... Just the last couple of days, got home last night. Yeah, uh, spent a couple of days out on the OP with Bobby Kratzer. Yeah. Uh, myself, invited Mike Gainsworth, and of course the Viking, mm -hmm. and Matt Messing and mm -hmm. Viking Outdoor Productions. We got out there to fish and film kind of our annual deal. It's our partnership with the Washington State Guides Association, and you know, you and I helping promote them and everything they do and all the good yep. they do for recreational fishing, and our opportunity to get out there and uh, fish with Bobby. And so, two days covered 11 miles each day, long floats, right? Covered Damn. lots of ground. Conditions were just fantastic. I mean, five to six feet of viz, a little bit of emerald green to the water. Mm. Almost getting a little low for some of the stretches we did, but Bobby's just a master of his craft. He's sure. like, okay, we're gonna hit this rock, boom. You don't even see it. He's like, we're gonna hit this rock, boom. Then go down through another riprap and a riffle and you know a little waterfall. And it's like, well, we're gonna bump back here, boom. I mean, 40 years. Knows it, yeah, like the back Knows of the it, hand. right? So yep. Ainsworth and I were tasked with just, okay, reading water, man, and there's a ton of it to pick from. Big yeah. boulders, runs, trenches, little boils, little, I, just ideal. I mean, it's what huh. the Olympic Peninsula stands for. It's like, find all them little nooks and crannies, pick your, pick your zone, cast, you know, just past it, reel it into it, get it in early, your presentation's got to drop. You want to be mm -hmm. in there before you're on top of the fish. Yeah, sure, sure. So, so you talk about presentation. I mean, what yeah. what worked for you guys? Was there something that stood out that worked more than 
um, another, or what, what did you experience? So day one, I'll tell you what, I tip my cat, cap to the effort that uh, Mike and I put into. You know, mm -hmm. in, in two days, we hooked eight steelhead, we landed all eight fish, which yeah. was just like, man, that's that was fantastic. Why, why do you think that is? Well, uh, I surmise that to presentation. Your hookup to land ratio goes up exponentially anytime you're fishing a presentation in an attitude of a suspended load in a, in a horizontal hook presentation, mm -hmm. i.e. a jig, mm -hmm. a worm on a hook, mm -hmm. uh, a, a, a jig hook, you know, a jig head. So that orientation, when those fish grab that, that hook's already up. Well, oftentimes you pierce them right up through the nose. Yeah. And it's a pretty solid, and especially with mm -hmm. barbless hooks to come out, you know, swing and get eight, land eight, release eight. And a um, couple were in the corner of the mouth, pulled one on the, uh, pulled one on a, a number five, uh, Robilize, mm -hmm. uh, liquid fire oaky that I had actually painted with some pink pearl uh, nail polish that I picked up. That color is called Champagne Toast. And I wanted to fish it vertical under a float, but uh, I hadn't got with Joe yet on, on making weighted okies, which we'll talk uh -huh. about in a little bit. So I put a bait weight on top of that size five oaky and fished it suspended under uh, float, just like I would a jig or a worm on a jig head. Sure. And the presentation was great. The color was perfect for the conditions that we had at the time. Right. I had some of the regular colored ones. The liquid fires got very high UV. We'll talk with Joe about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, even coating it with that pink pearl, the UV popped through. And let me tell you, man, it um, it worked. It looked really good in the water. Yeah, and I noticed that you kind of bumped your the the oki up just a little bit above mm -hmm. the hook. And yep. I think that that probably has something to do with your hookup ratio too, because they're just getting the hook. They can turn their head, hook goes to the corner of the mouth, yep. which is what that picture looks exactly, exactly like. Yep. So you're getting a better hookup that way too. Mm -hmm. And that's, yep. you know, very similar to how we pin beads up off of hooks, give it two yep. or three inches from the hook because your hookups are typically in the corner of the mouth, if not the upper corner yep. of the jaw. And the release on a barbless hook is just seamless. Yeah, and it's the same thing for tuna. You don't want an egg sinker sitting right on top of right. the hook, right, yep. for live bait, yep. same thing. So uh, it worked, all presentations worked, everything was suspended up because of the, the type of water we were fishing, big bouldery and shoots and you know troughs and everything. Can't drag any weight out there on some of those rivers. This was one of them. Sure. Got to keep it up, suspended, and the fish were grabbing, and it was just a fantastic time. That's so, awesome. You know, another fantastic time with Bobby Kratzer, uh, yeah. Robert Kratzer, Angler's Guide Service. The video's coming next week. Matt Messing, Viking Outdoor Productions, is working through the week to get it up and ready to go. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a good one. We've yeah, got looking forward to seeing it. great content, yeah. so I can't wait to bring it to you. Okay, jumping out for a quick break. We come back. Going to introduce uh, y'all back to uh, Mr. Troy Black, Blackie's Guide Service. We're going to talk some Eastside Opportunity, Lake Roosevelt, rainbows, triploid rainbows, and of course, Trophy Kokanee. All that with Troy when we come back from the rig right here at Fish in the Northwest. Sportco, an outdoor emporium, is the largest local outfitter in the Northwest since 1975, providing thousands of people affordable outdoor gear. This summer, Make your next outdoor adventure more affordable by shopping at our warehouse-style pricing. We are a local Scotty dealer, offering sales, service, and repair. Located in Fife and Seattle, come visit us today. The outdoors await you. All right, welcome back here in studio. Uh, next up on the old itinerary here, Thomas, our long-time yeah. buddy, Troy Black, Blackie's Guide Service, and of course, www.blackiesfishing.com. And uh, taking a little bit of uh, time just after the holidays here to spend it with us. Can't thank you enough, Troy. All right, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. 
Absolutely. So, hey, you and I kind of talked a little bit the last couple of weeks, and um, it's officially winter. Let me remind you of that. And, of course, it sounds like you guys got some colder weather finally coming over there. But it is an El, El Nino year. Uh, so it might convince you otherwise as far as how it's been thus far. Um, we really haven't had, uh, up to this point, a good snowpack. Um, and usually, they by now, haven't they started drawdown on the lake, on, on Lake Roosevelt? and um, you know, get that water moving. So without the snowpack that we're accustomed to, have they even started drawing down the lake yet? No, yeah, because of the no snowpack, um, the lake is still completely full. Wow. Um, in fact, I think on the, on the graph, it shows that uh, in the next 15 days that it will go down approximately only two feet. Oh my God, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, so they're gonna start taking it down but not aggressively like they have in the past gotcha yeah and try in the past you know when we've had you on the show we've talked about what effect drawing down the lake has on you know where those fish are located within the lake um you know and, and since they haven't done that yet i would presume that the fish are kind of still scattered about the lake and maybe you're focusing on some smaller streams that dump into roosevelt or what's the what's the game plan look like for you yeah, the game plan right now is uh, you just go hunt and uh, <laughs> yeah, just go cover the water. Right. What you find a pot of fish, uh, you can beat on them and uh, do your damage till you scatter them, and then you just go find another pod. Mm -hmm. uh, because the lake is up, all the fish are scattered. You know, the there's still historic spots that will hold the rainbows. Mm -hmm. um, that you can still, even when it's full or down a hundred feet, whatever, um, there seem to always be fish in the area. And so, but right now, um, that's the name of the game. Just uh, the picture, uh, the yeah. fish are up on the surface. Okay. And just set your gear and, uh, you just start, start cranking the water. Yeah. Let's talk a little okay. bit about that. That was going to be my next line of questioning. It's like, okay, you find a pot of fish and you're on top of them. So, uh, this time of year, yeah, they're up on the surface. You know, if I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, flatlining, am I flatlining with lead? Am I doing the downrigger trick, couple, two to four feet down and long setbacks? Talk a little bit about that and or the planer boards, you know, kind of what's your program right now? Yeah, usually um, if I have enough licenses in the boat, I'm going to run seven rods. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> two on each, uh, two rods per side mm -hmm. on the boards mm -hmm. um, and I'll put either like an eighth of eighth ounce all the way down to, you know, maybe like three quarters of an ounce of weight okay. uh, in front of that offering, uh, depending on where I think the fish are at in the column. Uh, and then I'll run two downrigger rods. Usually I'll set them back like 125 to 150 feet. Um, and then they will be anywhere from three down to 12 feet. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. the last, the last two or three trips, um, uh, one rigger has been on eight feet and the other one's been at 10 and those seem to just been perfect. Right and then, yeah. 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 So talk to and us then, a little bit about that. What does that presentation look like for you? You know, when you're able to run seven rods, is it something different on every single rod and talk about the colors that you're using are you like is it oranges and and pinks you know do you have beads are you using blades if you're using hoochies what what size hoochies are you using what does that look like for you 
Yeah, so right now the water temperature is still 46 degrees, mm. believe it or not. Yeah. And um, what I've found is because the water temperature is so warm in my mind, this is just me thinking, um, my bigger offerings have not been producing. Mm. So been downsizing oh. lots mm. of plankton squids, um, you know, those little teeny, the, the inch and a half squids um sleek profiles like uh hornet type spinners assassin spinners wedding rings um you know when we're out the out the back for for rainbows i always keep a rainbow rod out the back um so just to keep everybody busy while we're looking for silvers mm -hmm. and kokanee um and so we've been using real small uh little small muddler minnows with just a tip of nightcrawler. Oh, um, hmm. These fish have wanted to really, really have small, sleek presentations. So, hmm. uh, again, yeah, pinks, oranges. If you come over and you don't know what you're going to throw, you don't know what color, just throw pink and orange, you'll get bit. Um, excellent advice. Uh, before we jump out here for a break, let's get into scent and bait. Um, three of your top recommended scent to either go with your corn or what you may be putting out the back there and do you run different color of corn in combination with different scents kind of give us a walk through so i run two different kinds of corn um and this goes for the rainbows and the kokanee uh one is cured natural color with uh with krill anise um kokanee type flavor a little sweeter mm -hmm. uh, flavors there and then I'll dye uh, a batch in pink, mm. and then same thing. I'll I'll run heavy krill, um, herring, you know, the more aggressive type uh, scents like that, you know. And I'll even run uh, like a salmon formula with those. That's uh, not quite as hot chemically, yeah, but has, but has a more of an aggression type uh, flavor. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, we are going to pause right here, jump out for a quick break, because we got you for another segment, whether you, you know, know that or not. So uh, what I want to do is come back from the break. We're going to really get into the differences that we should be looking into if we want to actually pursue those trophy kokanee that apparently are still around. So don't go anywhere, Troy. Don't go anywhere, everybody else. We're going to jump out for a quick break. We come back. More with Troy Black right here, Fish on Northwest. New days. New beginnings, new friends, new loves, new dreams, new goals, new scenery, new job. No matter what the next chapter holds, Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate will be there to help you find the new that's right for your lifestyle at any stage of your life. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Expect better. All right, welcome back here in studio to winning with Tommy Donlin. Of course, uh, Zoom guest, Troy Black, uh, Blackie's Guide Service. Once again, www.blackiesfishing.com. And you know what, Troy? I got to tell you, you kind of already dipped your uh, dipped your hat in this. Uh, let's talk about the kokanee. And I actually put in my notes here, you know, in the years I've been spent over there and talked to a number of folks, the old timers, the veterans, if you will, of the fishery, refer to them as silvers. And if I'm not mistaken, earlier in the segment, you actually referred to the kokanee uh, as yeah. silver. So I'm not 
classifying you any particular way, but uh, the old timers <laughs> call them silver. Yeah. So, um, thanks a lot. Yeah, well, you, you know, uh, he's in the group too. Don't bad, worry. Badges are earned, right? So, uh, okay, so I'm going to target Kokanee over there. I guess getting to my question, what is the most important, if any, significant change in my presentation that I need to alter when I really want to focus on going after Kokanee? I slow down. Speed. Yep, speed. Yep. The, um, you know, when we're targeting just rainbows, we'll crank we'll crank our gear up to like one six mm-hmm. plus a you know, two two point two. Yeah. Depending on what we're what we're uh, pulling, um, and when we're targeting our kokanee, uh, regardless of the time of year, uh, we'll be in that one 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 two one three. Okay. What I have found is over the years, if I can stay in that one three to one four ish range, um, I'll catch both. Oh really? And, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and, and that's just the way that I'm, you know, I'm bending my dodgers and I'm I'm presenting my bait. Um, mm-hmm. I, I you know more or less to the speed that I want to fish, so the presentation's correct. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's so, interesting. But, there's a there's a trade off there, right? Because you can you can bend your dodger really aggressively and go a lot slower, yeah. or you can try to even out that dodger so it has no wiggle unless you're going fast. Right. Um, so, what what spectrum are you on? Are you kind of more on the you know get it slower but get lots of action out of the dodger side? Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, of course, I I like the sling blade type dodgers mm-hmm. so i can bend them and manipulate them um and so i'll i'll aggressively bend the back third of that dodger so in that one three one four area i want that dodger to have a nice kick gotcha okay and then so as, whether far as, your, as far as your trolling pattern goes right i mean you know one of the things that i do for schnook is you know, if I'm if I feel like my speed's about in the right area, but I, I'm not quite sure if I need to go up or down, I'll start doing that S curve pattern. You know, mm-hmm. which slows down one side, speeds up the other. Is that is that also part of your game plan? Are you making large sweeping turns, sharp turns? What does your troll pattern look like? Well, it's a little bit difficult to be too aggressive because I've got my my boards out, right? Uh, my inner boards. Um, I run towers. I run the big boards, so I'm running you know, anywhere from 100 to 130, 40 feet off of each side of my boat. Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Huge, big swath. And so when I make my turns, I've got to make those great, big, swooping, um, gentle turns. Mm -hmm. It takes forever. If you get on a pot of fish and you go, I got to turn around and get back on them. It's going to take forever. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. That is the one drawdown, right? But uh, they're so efficient, you can't. Hardly not fish them. So we talked a little bit about bait and sand. Now, again, we're focused on kokanee here. And when the bite's tough, is there any change up in that regard? Is there anything that I am going to definitely go to color-wise on my bait, definite scent combination that I have confidence in going after kokanee? Yeah, so when uh, it's a little bit different with with the kokanee, I have found. So when that water temperature uh, starts to drop, and here, when they're dropping the lake and there's actually current, you know, Grand Coulee's moving water. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do is if it gets tough, 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 I will go small and sleek presentations. Mm-hmm. Uh, even to the point of, you know, 
two red hooks and one piece or one maggot on each hook. Mm. That's it. Wow. Sometimes. Um, yeah. And when, when it's tough. Yeah, that's when really sleek. No kidding. You throw anything at them and they'll, they'll hit it once you get in front of them. Mm. Um, so, Troy, but, we're still we're still in this El Nino phase of weather, right? It's been yeah. really warm. Um, I mean, there is there is snow in the forecast, so it is supposed to cool down. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully that'll start, you know, getting those water temps down where you'd like to see them in that 42 degree range. But, you know, are you anticipating maybe that we're going to have a lot better fishing later because we've kind of had these fish roaming around and then when that temperature drops, the fishing is going to pick up? Are you kind of anticipating that, you know, January, April time frame to be on fire kind of as a delayed cold front effect? Yeah, usually what I do is a, we start fishing it on, on November 1st. And I always just tell the customers, if you're wanting numbers of fish, rainbows, then we want to fish it November through mid-February. Mm. That's when you're, that's when it's mainly going to be all rainbows and you'll get one or two, three opportunities a day on Kokanee. Mm-hmm. And at one time a week or whatever, you might get five or six. Oh, yeah. um, but but they start generally they'll start dropping that lake the end of January and it can go as much as a foot a day, 140 mile long lake. And they'll drop that lake a foot a day. That's moving yeah. a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that just flushes all that feed down mm-hmm. towards the dam. It concentrates the kokanee and the kokanee actually get turned on with nice. the with that current. Okay. But, yeah. But the rainbows don't like it as much. Gotcha. Yeah, makes sense. So I always, so if you're if you're looking for that, you know, that twenty inch kokanee, twenty two inch kokanee, um, then I, I always tell my customers, let's plan anytime after Valentine's Day to June first. When the water's Perfect. moving. All yeah. right, we when gotta the, get out yep. of here, but before we go, openings if folks want to fish rainbows, kokanee, or walleye with you, best uh, best way to get a hold of you and book a trip. Yeah, give me a call or text me at two oh eight. Six nine nine one three six zero, or just go on to Facebook, go on my Facebook page or uh, Instagram page, and send me a message and and love to chat more about it and see if we can't get you on the water. You got it. www.blackiesfishing.com. Awesome. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, as he mentioned. Troy, always a pleasure, my friend. And don't be surprised okay. if we're over there uh, with a boat with a rope tied to your boat and just following you around. <laughs> so, well, uh, call me. I think I think it's my turn to uh, buy dinner. Got it. Okay, pal. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Thanks. Good night. All right. Troy Black, he is a uh, – tell me that man is so dialed over there. He's got it dialed. Just yes, so he much does. fun to go fish with him. You're going to have nothing but a good time, and he's going to get you into the fish, which is what we all really want to do. All right. Jump out for a quick break. We come back. You're going to take a few minutes enjoy our uh, goose hunt from a couple weeks ago, our Fish on Northwest uh, invite sponsor invite that we shared with uh, folks over there in Ross Outdoor Adventures, uh, Shelby Ross, Levi Rodello, and a great group that we got out on a short goose hunt. Check this out right after the break right here at Fishing Northwest. Hey guys, I'm Big Mike. Come on down to the Edge Pro Shop and see me. We've got all the best brands under one roof. We've got Hawken, Procure, Short Bus, Pro Troll, Yakima Bait, Get Em Dry Jigs, Northwest Bait Scent, Daiwa Reels, North Fork Lures, North Wild, Brad's, Superfly, Rocky Mountain Tackle, and of course, the greatest rods ever built, Edge Rods. 
All right, welcome back here in the studio. Hopefully you enjoyed that uh, little little look at our goose hunt that we had a few weeks ago. What a great time. Yeah, looks like fun. Good I wish I could have been there. there. Yeah, I wish you would have uh, made it too. It was a it was a great time and uh, you know, a pretty pretty decent hunt. So, uh, moving on back to fishing, more appropriately steelhead fishing, well, and or salmon. Uh, reintroduce you to uh, Joe Robel, owner and creator of Robelize. And Joe, I guess I got to ask you first before as we jump into this, what is Robelize? How did you come up with that name? What's it mean? Robolize is a name I've used since 98. Uh, I got it. It was a nickname in college. Okay. Uh, you know, a student head. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's kind of a story there. Uh, I, I was uh, helping the teacher explain the topic to the class that they were having trouble understanding. And, um, you know, I kind of took the marker and went up to the board. And as I was coming back to my seat, one of the guys said, you robolized it. And gotcha. <laughs> I've <laughs> liked awesome. it. And it stuck. <laughs> yeah. That's gotcha. perfect. Yeah. And, so, you know, we'll get into talking about the product, but I'm just curious, you know, did you fish the, the original Oki Drifter? And, and if so, I mean, did you, did you catch fish on that? And, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about that whole process to bring back that original to what you envisioned. I had not fished it. Um, you know, I grew up in Minnesota, so I, I don't have that awesome story that so many of us have of, you know. Young steel hitter. Young, yeah. yeah uh -huh. It's okay. I don't have that story. Yeah. Yet. No, okay. it's always it's, lived there his whole life. <laughs> I, I did have an encounter with one in like 88, 89, you know, but that's kind of a longer story sure, than we yeah. have time for here. Okay. But I, I remember seeing one and, and thinking it was a raspberry because yeah. I was mm -hmm. young and I didn't know right. what else it right. could have been. Um, but well, then, what uh, what motivated you to bring it back then? Like you you, you kind of got the history from Herzog and understand the history of yeah. it now, obviously. And your engineer brain kind of wrapped around it. You said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back." What what were you thinking? I it wasn't my idea to bring it back. I I was already making the mercurial beads okay. at the time. Okay. And you know, my good fishing buddy Connor Davidson had uh, you know showed up to my house one day and handed me a, an oki and said, "Can you make these?" Oh. And I'm like I. I think I can, <laughs> you know. I, I I wrote a little bit about that on a blog post, but yeah. I, um, uh, it took some convincing, and it was Bill Herzog's article that I read that finally convinced me to try to make them. Did you think it would take off as big as it has? I had no idea. I mean, I, I think this could have gone either way. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I was. Kind of terrified, honestly, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> put a, this out there. It's a leap of faith, man. It was. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's either going to go like crazy or be a total bust, and it's, uh, but yeah. you don't know until you yeah. try, right? That's so right. Yeah. we're barely getting into this, but we got to jump out for a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into it a little bit more. We're going to talk about those beads yeah. and what you got going on there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in studio with Joe Robel right here, Fish on Northwest. A Northwest favorite for almost 40 years, Arima boats are manufactured with pride in Bremerton, Washington. All Arima boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why Arima boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. Arima can offer every boat with Honda outboard packages so that you can take advantage of the reliability and five-year top-to-prop warranty from your Honda outboard. Call or stop by Arima boats today and let them help you get into your very next boat. All right, welcome back here in studio. Dwayne England, Tommy Dolan, and Joe Robel, owner and creator of Robelize. So, Joe, you kind of mentioned uh, the bead, and you've created a new style of bead that allows you to change this bead, size, color, whatever, on the leader without having to cut and retie the leader. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. So there's a spiral groove that goes all the way down through the bead. I don't know if you probably can't see this on the screen, but, yeah. um, you know, the biggest reason why I like this is um, I'm always fishing double uh, beads. Right. 
Um, so, you know, as I'm fixing up leaders, preparing for the trip, I don't have to make that decision of what bead I want to stick right. on there at that time. And um, also I can, you know, put both hooks on the same line. I don't have to daisy chain them. Sure. So, you know, and just one less knot to tie that right, way. Right, right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's really slick. It looks like you got a lot of, you know, you got different sizes, different colors. Um, and then are all of those also UV as well? Yes. Uh, to some degree, some are brighter than others, um, but all UV. Uh, some are translucent, some are, you know, not. Um, there's a lot of different shades uh, of colors that I offer. What, uh, what's your sizes like? Down 8 mil up to... 8 mil up to 14 mil. Okay. And uh, as far as buoyancy on your beads, uh, talk about buoyancy, non-buoyant, and what about the Okies as well? Buoyant, yeah. non-buoyant? Yeah, so the Okies uh, are all buoyant. Um, you know, and then for the beads, I have, uh, you know, you can have the choice. If you want, um, you know, neutral buoyant or sinking or floating, you, you know, um, there's a mark on the package that says what they are and... Um, you know, it just depends on the style of fishing that you're doing. You can make that decision. Right. Yeah. Now I noticed that in Dwayne's picture earlier with that beautiful steelhead, you yes. had a, you had a bobber stop that was kind of holding, you know, the Oki at a certain offset, but you've got a, a pin that allows you to lock that in place. How does that work? Yeah, it's, um, you know, just those black stoppers, you know, I think we've all probably seen these at one, at one point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm using, the XL size, so it's it's one of the larger size. I don't think it's the largest, but um, you know, just putting that on your leader, then um, you know you can put the bead right on the leader and, and kind of crank the bead down onto that um, onto that stopper, and that compression holds it really well. It holds it in place, and even does well in terms of like when you go to set the hook. A lot of times, like a soft bead will slide down, or right. you know, um, these if you get the the peg in there uh, really tight, you can, um, you know, they'll hold. You're literally screwing yeah. that down onto that peg. There's threads inside that hole. Yeah, so, so crazy. I'm, I'm, oh, holding, okay. I'm holding the um, the line tightly, and then I'm pinching the stopper. Yeah. And then just twisting the bead. And threading it on. Let it, it perfect. walk all the way down. Yeah, because bobber stops work, but you're right. If you get hung up or set a hook or something, oftentimes yeah. it slides down, and then you got to bump it back up. But those seem to pin in place and aren't going to move. And yeah. I do like the fact that you got a double rig set up there. You can simply twist those off the leader, twist on another color, another size. Maybe you get yeah. to the river, and it's dirtier than you anticipated. Right. Exactly. And uh, you got to go bigger and more vibrant color, more UV, mm -hmm. right? And you can just change it out without having to retie your retire rig it's a brilliant idea that's i slick. think yeah absolutely that's the old engineer brain right yeah that is. <laughs> that's yeah. how you revolutionize the uh, industry with that we're going to jump out for a quick break we come back we're going to talk a little more about these okies we're going to give some of them away to some of you uh that are tuned in today so don't go anywhere jump out for a quick break break we'll be back right here at fish on northwest the finest marine is the one-stop shop for the pacific northwest angler Defiance Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defiance Marine is a Honda Premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defiance Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. All right, welcome back here in studio as we wind it down with uh, Joe Robel, uh, creator and inventor of Robel Eyes and uh, fantastic products, mister. Thank you. Really like it. I've already, you know, gone out fished and, and, and fished the uh, fished the Oki, 
course, I had to weight it down a little bit because I wanted to fish it suspended, but nonetheless, it worked fantastic. Now, the UVs on some of these really, really pop, and uh, it's impressive. What I want to do is you gave me a five, six-pack here of, what is this, size threes and fours? Mostly all threes. All threes. There's eight in there, two of each color. Okay, perfect. So we're going to give this away. Uh, you're tuning in today on Root Sports. Uh, I'm going to take fifth color. Fifth color right now. Got to write this down. 253-307-7219. Fifth caller, 253-307-7219. Wasn't planning on it. We're just going to give it away because uh, he's given me plenty. 253-307-7219. Fifth caller gets this entire package of the size 3 uh, Robilize Oki Drifters using for steelhead. Really, really good stuff. Um, lots of colors, and you brought me a lot of extra Things to try out here. I'll report back to you on how these things go. So if I could ever get Tommy out steelhead fishing. I'm just thinking of saltwater applications just looking at it. You know, and I've got I've got some ideas. Yeah, and of course, I you do. two engineer brains will yep. will melt in the middle and come up with something mm -hmm. new for the industry mm -hmm. in the saltwater application, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, Joe, can't thank you enough. I also got some decals here I'll be throwing out there and give away to folks. So, where can folks find you? What's the easiest way real quick? On Robolize.com. Uh, also active on Instagram and Facebook. Fantastic. Robolize.com. Robolize on Facebook. Robolize on Instagram. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, have a great week. Have a great weekend. We will see you next time right here, Fish on Northwest. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Fish on Northwest weekly podcast. I want to remind everyone that you can catch our weekly live stream show on our Facebook page and, of course, our YouTube channel every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. West Coast time. You'll get our insightful in-studio interviews, our extremely detailed how-to segments in the bait lab, the infield segments we bring to you when we're on the water or in the woods, and, of course, our amazing cooking recipes in the kitchen with co-host Sherry England and chef Jeff Maxfield. Give us a follow on our Facebook page at Fish Hunt Northwest. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fish Hunt NW. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. And finally, go to our webpage at www.fishhuntnw.com for all the latest and greatest info. Join us each week here on our podcast. Join us each week at our live production. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.